Everything in life is a sale. Everything you want is a commission. Rise up. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Rise Up Sales Podcast. Um, Got an awesome guest for you today. Today, I am joined uh, by Rusty Ferris. He is the founder of Limelight Digital Solutions, lead generation agency based out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Rusty, what's going on, man? How are you? Good, Dan. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. My pleasure. Uh, Hey, let's get right into it. So so like I just said, you are the the, the founder of... (laughs) Of Limelight Digital Solutions, you are an entrepreneur. You are doing your thing, um, but in, in speaking with you earlier, that that's not always been the case, right? You used to work for uh, right. for a bigger digital marketing agency. It sounds like, right? Yep. yep. Yeah, I worked for a bigger one um, to kind of you know cut my teeth, make sure I get my basics down and get a good foundation built up. You know. Gotcha. Gotcha. Cool. So, tell me a little about about that transition from. Um, you know, kind of going from working for a bigger agency, kind of venturing out and taking that risk on your own. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, I would say I've always had kind of a entrepreneur spirit. Um, I went to school for kinesiology and I was a personal trainer back then. And that was back in uh, 2012. Yep. And I would say my first route kind of getting into digital marketing was I started doing some online personal training. You know, to kind of fill the gaps when I didn't have my in-person client. And uh, I would say that was my first time getting into the sales route as well. And kind of stuck to sales for a while for the rest of my career. And then, um, but I've always been interested in making money online, digital marketing, things like that. And so, uh, have you, um, you probably heard of drop shipping, right? Yeah. So, um. I got into that, and that was my first, I guess, pathway into looking into digital marketing, like Facebook ads and things like that. And uh, I had one actually; they performed pretty well, but I was using some uh, name brand logos and things, mm-hmm. and I was actually afraid of getting in trouble with that. Seriously, so, especially uh, nowadays, man, you got to be careful. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't, you know, this was a few years ago. And probably didn't do enough research. And, you, you know, you're just kind of pulling the trigger and trying different things. But that kind of led me into Facebook ads. And so I started studying that, got into that rabbit hole, and then just kept learning more and more about digital marketing to the point where I started learning more about the agency process and actually helping businesses use digital marketing to bring in clients and customers and things. And, um, so that's what kind of led me to get into the bigger agency and really yeah. get a good foundation and to learn as much as I could. Um, after that, you know, just here recently, it was in July actually, I realized at a certain point that I could just do this myself and uh, slowly start scaling out. And uh, here I am. <laughs> that, no, that's awesome, man. That's awesome to hear. So what was, what would you say the real motivation was to, I guess, to do just that kind of go from, you know, the typical nine to five corporate job to being saying, Hey, screw it, man. I, I if I can do this myself, why don't I just do that myself? It's kind of a, a big exactly. risk associated with that, obviously. Right. Yeah, there is a risk. Um, but you know, especially with this podcast, you're in sales and I think sales in general gives you kind of that 
entrepreneur, entrepreneurial spirit, you know? Yeah. I mean, you want to be in charge of your destiny. You know, if you work harder than the other person, you're going to make more money than the other person, you know? I would imagine you probably have that feeling where I can't just make an hourly wage. Like, I want to put in the work and get out what I put in. And so that's one of the reasons I always stayed in sales. Even though I went to school for fitness and things like that, I stayed in, in sales because I just have that kind of, you know, hard work ethic. I want to make more money if I work harder. And so it kind of got to the point where I really wanted to be my own boss. You know, I, mm-hmm. I didn't want to listen to anybody as far as, uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't like being stuck in a certain uh, path. Like yep. if there's something that I want to, you know, maybe pivot towards, let's say, for example, you're a Facebook ads agency. Well, maybe if you work for that agency, you can only do Facebook ads, right? But you know that maybe Google ads or Instagram ads might work better. But you can't take that route because you got to stick to what the boss is saying at that agency. Right. You, you don't have as much autonomy in, in your, your schedule, right. what you do. And, and like you're saying, man, also – you know, you, you nailed it. You said, Hey, you know, I'm a, I sell Facebook ads. That is what it is. But for this guy I'm talking to right now, he's going to have a better ROI from Instagram or this, this or that. So you're almost not doing your customer a disservice, but you can do more for them if it's a right fit. If you do have that autonomy and you know what you can do for a client, which it sounds like you have now. And so I'm sorry, I kind of went off the beaten path there, but I guess what, what my motivation was is, again, whatever the customer needs, whatever I think is going to perform best, I want the freedom to be able to do that. Sure. And my big thing about starting a business in general, and it, I don't even, I, you know, I don't have to be a millionaire or anything like that, mm-hmm. but I do want three things. Financial freedom, right? Yep. Time freedom and location freedom. Those are the three main things that I'm striving for right now. That's awesome, um, man. Me and my wife both founded this company. Um, I use that loosely because it's just me and my wife at the moment. But nice. <laughs> uh, but she does help with the back end work, and she helps. She's an accountant by trade, so she can. You know, and she's a spreadsheet master. Okay. <laughs> so she can help me keep up with invoices and, and money and things like that. And uh, she's also from Brazil, so. Oh, cool. We want to get to the point where, you know, we can work online anywhere. Sure. So if we could spend, you know, six months in Brazil, six months here, that, with that location freedom, that that's the that's the main goal that we're trying to get to. That that's really cool to hear, man. Because I think, especially like like you kind of alluded to earlier in sales, we have these goals, and oftentimes when people think sales goals, they think, you know, uh, you know financial goals or like Lamborghinis mm-hmm. or stuff like that. It's the right. stuff the yeah. stuff you see on like those those sales memes on Instagram every day, right? Um, with, exactly. with like a, a meme written over a picture of like Ryan Gosling or something, which I've never understood to this day why that's so motivating. But anyway, um, right. <laughs> it, it, it's cool to have those other, you know, um, goals that I'm sure everyone else, when they hear this, are going to be like, oh my God, like, yeah, I would love to do that. Um, and I think we're in a great time now, you, you specifically yourself, where, you know, you nailed it. What you're doing right now, you can do it from Charlotte. You can do it from LA. You can do it from... Brazil, right. Canada, the moon, wherever you are, right? Because everything is so <laughs> online now. Um, 
you know, you're, you're certainly taking advantage of that situation. So that's awesome to hear. The other thing I kind of wanted to ask you about was there, there's people that are probably going to be listening to this who are in a similar boat who, you know, they want to do more. They want to start their own right. business or even, you know, the step before that, just kind of be able to have a little more, you know, freedom in, in the clients they work with and stuff like that. Um, but there is some risk associated with that. What, what was that decision-making process like for you? Because um, obviously, you know, you're not a one-man one man show. I, I think I mentioned you heard you have a wife. Do you guys have any kids or anything like that? No. So it's you and your wife. No, so there, and, there was other people. And my in, wife is still working uh, at her job. Right. And so, you know, we're trying to be smart about it as well. Gotcha. Are you asking how they would break into it? Into like into my industry or, or into a, no man? I was just trying to or? to pick your brain um, specifically when you when you kind of made the decision to leave your current employer to go on your own. Mm-hmm. What was that decision making process like? I mean, did you are you like a pros and cons list? Are you a real technical guy? This this and that. Kind of walk us through kind of what you went went right. through before you made that ultimate decision. Yeah. So yeah, the pros and cons. You definitely have to be smart about it. Um, it, you know, I wouldn't recommend if you had a bunch of debt or something like that yeah. to just break right into your business. Um, but the, the whole thought idea was that, of it was, um, you know, definitely communicating with my wife, going over everything with her, not just surprising her, saying, "Hey, I quit my job. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna try this out." You know? Yeah. I was. Um, what I was doing was at the big agency on the side. I was studying and, and uh, getting some certification Gotcha. Uh, with digital marketing and things like that. And I started working for free on the side. Um, and I was literally selling uh, free services. Yep. It's funny. But it, it, it's, in my opinion, it's the best way to start out because I have some people that work with me now that I worked with for free. Um, and I would make the joke like, you know, get with me now while I'm cheap. <laughs> good know? call, yeah. I'm just going to keep scaling up. It's a good elevator pitch. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, I, you know, the idea was start out working for free, uh, building out campaigns, building out sales funnels, and then uh, eventually finding which people are going to stick with us. And uh, with the, the numbers we crunched, um, I didn't have to be making a ton of money right from the beginning, but I knew that I had to have a lot of uh, time during the day to network and uh, obviously call people and things like that and build out these campaigns. And so basically, I guess to give some advice, you know, you want to be on the same page with your spouse if you're married or something like that. And you, if, if there's no conflict of interest with your current job, then that's perfect. Right. Because then you can easily scale out on the side. You're going to lose some sleep. You're going to work your ass off. Yep. And you're going to be working at work. And then you're going to go home. And you're going to be working. And then you're going to get to a point where, okay, this number covers my bills and my living expenses. Not that I'm living awesome. I'm going out to eat all the time. Right. But this number will cover my living expenses. Now I can leave the job and have that extra time to really nail it in. Yep. And really hit you know, hit the ground running. Um, if you're in a position where there is a conflict of interest, <laughs> which was kinda like my situation, you, you, you gotta you gotta be careful and um, like well you always have to work your ass off, but yeah. It's just it's it's even harder because 
you can't even talk about it on social media. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you don't want to get in trouble with your current employer. If you're in that situation, you know, it's hard to say. Uh, I was in that situation, so I was basically kind of keeping it on the hush-hush and building up a business on the side until I could scale out. If you could, I would transfer to another job because you definitely need a job while you're building up the business. Right. And, and you like have you to have cash flow at the same time. Even if you're putting a lawnmower in the back of your truck and you're mowing people's grass, like you have to have something keeping the cash flow in because you're yeah. not going to be making money right off the bat. There's no way. Gotcha. And, and then like, like you mentioned, I mean, while you were at your, your original job, you were learning the whole time too. You know what I mean? Like right. you were you were learning skills and you know industry certifications, oh, yeah. all that stuff that I'm yeah. sure are crucial in you know what you're doing for Limelight now, um, mm-hmm. which is cool, man. That that that's awesome to hear. But let let's let's focus on um, on the current on right now. Your you know Limelight Digital okay. Solutions, man. It sounds like you guys are doing a lot of good things for a lot of good people. Uh, what would you say is the the best part of your job right now? Oh, the best part of my job. It is definitely, not to sound cheesy, but getting mm-hmm. success for the clients. <laughs> sure. And when I say That's that, what keeps people in business, man. Right. And and you're in sales. And you and your listeners know that when you make a sale, if you're a true salesman, you get that like hit of adrenaline, right? It's like you're excited. You feel super good. and uh, Yeah, it's a high. Exactly. That's why, that's why we do this every day. This job sucks if it wasn't for that. <laughs> yeah, and to be honest, I have a separate email address where I send my leads to my clients and to that email address mm. because I get just as excited as getting those dings in my email box as, I, as the clients do. And so that's the most rewarding part is it's kind of like me getting a bunch of mini sales and helping these people uh, you know, get some sales and, and get the business revved up and basically... It's awesome when they can do more than they thought they could have. You know what I mean? Yep, definitely. Um, what What about challenges? What What have you seen? Uh, what do you run into on a daily basis that you find to be a challenge? Mm-hmm. So, this is something I still work on, mm-hmm. um, and that's selling over the phone. Basically, um, even at the beginning of this podcast, I've loosened up now, but you know, I was kind of nervous in the beginning, and uh, it's weird because. I've been in sales for a long time, but I've always been face to face. Right. You know? So I can I can look at the person, I can feel the energy, judge how to respond, kind of match their energy. And on the phone, it's a little tougher. Um, but it, at the same time, it is a numbers game. So if you get yourself out there enough, and you get enough, you know, in front of enough people, then uh, you kind of find. Um, you can kind of find your niche and yep. the type of people that you want to work with and you feel a little more comfortable with. Um, the other challenge, I would say, is uh, the saturation of digital marketing in Duh. general. Yep. Um, and what I get is people who've been burned bad by, to be honest, like a lot of kids um, that watch like those Ty Lopez videos. You know? <laughs> yep, sure. <laughs> Not to hate on Ty Lopez. No, no, no. I, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, there's kids that will watch uh, three YouTube videos and they'll say they're a digital marketer. Right. And, and then, then and then they'll be pissed after a week and wondering why they're not a millionaire like Ty Lopez <laughs> after, yeah, yeah. like, a week and or two. And then they'll cold call these businesses 
Oh, God. And, you know, some businesses are like, oh, well, this is a kid. He probably knows more than I know. Mm. And then, uh, you know, they're giving them a grand to throw towards Mads and, you know, if they're lackluster, they don't know what they're doing. They don't have to set up a conversion correctly. Yeah. And uh, they're just blowing these people's money to the point where when I reach out, too late. Like, oh, all you guys are the same, you know. And uh, that's a little tough. But again, it's a numbers game, right? So sure. you talk to so many people, so many of those people will be interested. Um, and then so many of those people become a client. Yeah, definitely, man. So, so you mentioned earlier about finding your niche. I mean, I know it, you don't have a huge sample pool to uh, to dive into since you guys have been rocking and rolling. But what 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 have you seen from some of your clients? Are there any particular um, industries or verticals or segments that you've worked with that have, have yielded some uh, some good results so far? Yeah. So at the recording of this podcast, <laughs> right? <laughs> I, uh, the recording of now, I'm not technically niched down, but most likely we will be doing gyms. Um, awesome. Cool. I have a degree in kinesiology anyways. I, I was too. I don't know if we talked about that earlier. Oh, yeah. I got my bachelor's in kinesiology in 2011 um, up in New Hampshire. Yeah. And like you said earlier, I, I always kind of had that entrepreneurial sales, whatever, gene before that. My first job was selling right. gym memberships right out of college oh, yeah. at just a commercial gym in New Hampshire. And it's yep. kind of been on a sales path ever since then. So, <laughs> But that that's yep. interesting, man. So you have a background in the industry. Um, I, I assume you, you, you work out yourself. Yeah, yeah, I work so, out. Um, cool. Was a competitive powerlifter. Awesome. Um, done done a few bodybuilding competitions, and so I think I'm used to being in that industry and, and talking to those people. Yep. To the point where, uh, you know, you can talk to them easier. It's just more relaxed because you're used to it. I'm not uh, talking to some all business uh, accountant or right. lawyer or something like that. Gotcha. It's more of it's a, a more natural, relaxed comfortable. Setting. Yeah. But now. To get back to that, though, it's, uh, you know, I tried out a bunch of different things. I worked out with a bunch of different people, and we have gyms, for whatever reason, just nailed down. Um, we do kind of a three-tactic system. We use Facebook ads. Well, they all revolve around the Facebook ad manager. Okay. We use Facebook ads, Messenger ads, which is through Facebook, and uh, Instagram ads. And um, I have a feeling... I'm probably going to niche down at gyms, which is going to be awesome because I'm excited to focus on one thing sure. and then have that system that I can replicate um, over and over again. And it seems to be working so far. I have uh, well, I have four gyms now. Great. And um, and I have a uh, performance guarantee. Okay. And I, I have not had to do that with any of the gyms. We're killing it with the gym. And so I'm excited about that. That's awesome, man. So kind of you kind of just led into my next question when you were talking about kind of the platforms you, you help businesses with. Um, you're the expert in this stuff, man. So, so let me ask you, what do you see um, as far as current trends in the industry? What do you see changing in the next, you know, five years or so? Maybe even more importantly, mm-hmm. how, how should people, you know, prepare for those changes and those things that you, you envision? Um, the big thing... Well, it's becoming the big thing right now. A lot of people aren't quite sure how to use it yet. Is mm-hmm. messenger marketing through Facebook? Um, through Facebook, like the messaging and on gotcha. Facebook Messenger. There's 2.4 billion people using Facebook Messenger. Wow. Yeah, and last year 
Facebook opened up their API for Messenger to where you can get developers and things to get kind of techy and tweak some things and basically create these things. You know, you've heard of chatbot, sure. uh, messenger bot, things like that. And um, not very people are using these yet, and they're killer. Hmm. Like, they are. They crush it. And I have one that I've done that I'm going to be doing for all the gyms. But the one... Okay, so I have... This is the fourth day of a campaign. I just started for a gym with a messenger campaign. And uh, we're at 27 or 28 leads and eight bookings. So eight people actually took the initiative to book on the calendar for their first session. Wow. And that's in about four days. And what it does is, um, to give you a quick rundown, when you do a Facebook ad campaign, you click what you want Facebook to optimize for. Right. So Facebook can go out there and find website traffic, right? They'll find people who will click to go to your website. They'll find people who um, are more likely to engage with ads. Yeah, if you optimize for engagement. Yep. And so you can tell Facebook what you want them to do. And if you set it up correctly, they'll go out there and do it. And the newest one is there's an option for Messenger. And Facebook will scan and find people who are more likely to start a conversation with you through Messenger. Well, then we plug in a little chat bot that has a quick little conversation. You know, this is all on autopilot. Okay. So a person can chime in on your messenger, and you don't have to push a button. The chatbot's going to have a quick conversation. I have it set up to where it captures their name, email, phone number in the conversation, and it instantly emails and texts the client that person's information. Wow. It also prompts them to book on a calendar. So, hey, you know, we want to make sure we're prepared for you. Go ahead and click this link to book on our calendar. There's no landing page. There's no website. This is all done within a Facebook message. <laughs> gotcha. So, right in the DMs. Basically. <laughs> you, so yeah, you're a professional no, DM slider. Yep. I'm <laughs> that's awesome, man. No, that, that's I'll incredible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's hilarious. That's awesome, it's, man. Uh, yeah, it's really cool. And it's going to keep growing because Facebook owns WhatsApp. And so that's yep. a new frontier. Yep. Because eventually, there's a billion people on WhatsApp, by the way. Mm-hmm. It might not be popular in America, but in all over the world, it's super popular, especially Latin countries. Really? And so, yeah, you could be setting up some Spanish chatbots eventually. We're not quite there. We're almost there. We could be setting up some, you know, Spanish-speaking chatbots, things like that, on WhatsApp, and mm-hmm. we're going to open up a whole other revenue uh, area of revenue there. Um, the other thing is, it's, obviously it's big right now, it's what you're doing. You're doing podcasting. And so content marketing through podcasts and blogs um, is, you know, it's been huge forever, but it's going to continue to grow, especially the audio version of content. So podcasts um, and YouTube videos, obviously. Yeah. That's going to continue to grow because we're so busy and we like to multitask. And we like to listen while we're doing 57 other things, right? 100% agree. Yeah, <laughs> so, no doubt. Yeah. And so I'm listening to podcasts and audiobooks, and you probably are too. Yep. But there's a newer thing that's going to be growing, and that's the smart home speakers. Um, okay. Amazon Echo. Yeah, yeah, sure. Google Home. Um, I heard Facebook's about to come out with one even. I just saw a commercial during, um, again, 
we should note the time of the recording, you know, uh, fall of 2018. During one of the football games, there's a commercial for Facebook, what the hell is it called? Facebook Portal, I think. Yeah. Have you seen that? It almost looks like a, a, a better version of FaceTime, Skype type of thing. It's pretty cool. Yeah. But I assume it's on the lines of what you're talking about, obviously. Yeah, they're, the, they're supposed to be coming out the version that that might be what you're talking about. Yeah. And smart home speakers are going to keep getting in more houses. Yeah. And so Amazon Echo has already done what's called a briefing, a flash briefing. And um, basically, you can subscribe to like mini podcasts through your Amazon Echo. Hmm. And so you can say, hey, I'm going to wake up a bunch of people's echoes right now. But you can say, hey, Alexa, <laughs> oh, yeah. my briefing. <laughs> you can say, hey, Alexa, give me my briefing for the morning. And uh, you can program your briefing to what sections of information you want. So you could throw in the weather, you wow. could throw in the stock market, and you could throw in, um, you know, some type of like miniature podcast. And they sure. already have these, by the way. Hmm. And so you could have like a rise up sales, uh, five minute mini version of your shows, right? Like a, Yep. Quick tip on yep. Mondays or whatever. And people will subscribe to that. And it's going to be another area of content and to get brand awareness and to get your business out there. So, I mean, you can imagine people every morning as these smart home speakers keep filling up people's houses. Oh, yeah. People are going to be subscribing to this new thing. And I, I think this is going to grow. This Certainly. Is newer. Oh, 100%. And, uh, yeah. I think, you're, I think you're in a good space um, as far as, you know, working yourself to be an expert in this, uh, this area. Um, looks like this is, uh, a, a, a good place to be, man. So this is all good to hear. I'm, I'm, um, super, uh, super glad to chat with you about this stuff. Yeah, seriously. Um, but let's get back to the other thing I always like to talk about on these episodes. Obviously, um, I, the main things I like to focus on are speaking with people about not only, you know, sales and prospecting and all that, but, um, in, on the lines of personal development and, and you know, motivation and, and what really gets you as a person going. Um, obviously, we don't, you know, based on this conversation, it's pretty clear that you're a pretty motivated guy based on <laughs> some of the life decisions you've made and how passionate you are about the stuff you, you sell and, and do and talk about. But let's kind of go back to your own personal development, man. There's so many, and you kind of hit it, spoke about it earlier with, you know, so many ways to get content nowadays. Um, mm-hmm. what, what do you like to do? Are you, uh, are you a podcast guy? Are you a book guy, seminar guy? What, what do you do to kind of, you know, make sure you're, you're making yourself better? So I don't have the time for seminars yet, mm-hmm. but I definitely plan on it. Um, there's some amazing seminars in the sales field and the marketing field. Yep. And uh, I just really haven't had the time lately. Um, eventually, when I can scale up and we start hiring, uh, then I might have some time, which will be awesome. But yeah. I'm, I'm definitely a, a podcast junkie. Yep. Um, audiobooks and podcasts, uh, probably too much. Probably hmm. too much. <laughs> My wife in the morning tells me to turn it off sometimes. She's like, it needs to be quiet right now. <laughs> Dude, I um, I, I just upgraded my iPhone like a month back, and I had a credit on my old one, so I basically traded it for some AirPods, the Apple AirPods. Absolute oh, nice. game changer. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. You know, just set my phone charge, walk around, do what I gotta do in oh, the yeah. morning, and not bothering anybody. Yeah, I, feel like, <laughs> I feel like you're just constantly feeding yourself information while you're sure. doing something else. Hundred percent. The dishes or whatever. And I, I'm thinking, well, why not use this time to learn something or, yep. or perfect something or, you know, keep feeding my mind with some information. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, I love that. But I can't, I'll tell you what, though, I can't, 
it's probably like ADD or something. I can't <laughs> sit down and read a book. Really? I, um, I wish I could. Yeah. I, I'm not going to be but one I, of those. I I, I'm never going to be that guy who says, you know, oh, I read 60 books a year or whatever it may be. Yeah, yeah. I, I like, I do like that feel of, you know, being able to sit down and physically, you know, read a book. I'll probably, right. I, I'd like to read a book every month, every something like that. Um, That's awesome. But, but no, I, I think podcasts are cool. It's just so easy. You can literally just yeah. go to the search bar. You know, you know, we all have the podcasts we subscribe to and listen to, you know, religiously. But, man, just go in the search bar. Type in digital marketing. Type in sales. Type in motivation. Type in whatever. Yep. And you'll discover so many things. Or even, you know, fitness, bodybuilding, uh, powerlifting, whatever it may be. I, I think we yep. found out earlier, you're, you're a Lane Norton guy, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's well, what it was. Dude, <laughs> um, I love following him on um, – you know, he, he. I think he does have a, his own podcast, but I'll just look every now yeah. and then to f- see the podcast he's featured on. So a lot of people they might not connect to a specific podcast, but they'll connect to a person they like to follow who might be featured on podcast oh, yeah, every month, idea. or every couple months, or whatever it may be. So um, it basically just makes uh, it, it eliminates a lot of excuses, I guess, as to why you're not you know reading as much or learning as much or staying up with industry trends and whatnot. Cause it's so freaking easy. You know, just to find new content every day. All right. Um, cool. What about, um, I like to talk about this too. What about work-life balance? Obviously, you mentioned you and you and your wife have your own goals. Um, you kind of mentioned that you're, you know, have a, um, fitness goals and powerlifting as well. How, how important is work-life balance to you? Uh, it's, it's very important. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you kind of need to almost schedule time. Sure. Uh, I've heard that multiple times. <laughs> yeah, especially if you're building business. Um, she, you know, we're also building a business for my wife. Yeah. Um, she's a genius with personal finance. And so we're starting up a uh, financial coach business in um, blog, uh, you know, written in Portuguese for hmm. the Brazilian market. And uh, basically kind of like a Dave Ramsey style for uh, Brazil. Nice. And so, yeah, we're There's a niche. About that, but, <laughs> so we're both, you know, we're both working a lot. And uh, we definitely schedule sometimes. Um, we always have between like 9 and 11 at night. I know it sounds terrible. Uh, but we, we, we try to have like between 9 and 11 at night, that would be a solid whatever we want to do, chill down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of tone tone down our brains, watch a show on Netflix. Sure. Something like that. We love scary movies. And, uh, what are you guys watching on Netflix watching, lately? Um, love Stranger Things. Yep. We just finished Man in the High Castle. On I heard Netflix. that was good. Yeah, we, my, um, my wife and I, we're, and I'm telling you, man, we're very similar. You know, both super busy, and I think it's almost, um, it's almost a necessity to have that time somewhat formally blocked out you know because yep. I mean if it's not you're just not going to do it and then you're just going to go down this rabbit hole when you know it's just work 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 oh, yeah. and you're going to drive yourself insane um yeah so, so that that's good to hear man I guess I'm not the only one <laughs> and then yeah and then we try to get we go to church on Sunday so that's yep. downtime and um sometimes we'll go to lunch after that cool. maybe do a date night on Sunday or Saturday night yep and then uh but no we stay pretty busy but you, you just have to schedule time and and you you kind of want to make that a priority, sure, because it, it'll just it'll just get away from you, and you'll slowly get stressed, and sometimes you don't realize it until you're 
you just got too much stress. I hear you, man. The other thing, yeah, the other thing is to work out and uh, to help out with the stress. And um, really, it's just really good for obviously your overall well-being, but um, for mental clarity as well. It's really good to work out. I, I think it's vital. I mean, I, you don't have to be, oh, yeah. you know, a bodybuilder <laughs> or, a, you know, Olympic powerlifter, but just something to, I mean, uh, besides the obvious, you know, benefits of keeping you alive and healthy, um, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's nice to have that avenue to just get out there and, you know, not necessarily blow off steam, but, you know, just, you know, put your email away, put that away, an hour a day, an hour every couple of days, whatever it may be, can really, uh, really go a long way. Um, one of the last things I wanted to... to talk with you about Rusty is one thing I like to talk with everyone about is, um, you know, motivation and, and another, you know, kind of, I hate to say it's kind of become a buzzword now, but you know, somebody's why and, and truly why they're you know, doing what they're doing and, you know, working all these hours. You've talked all this whole time about how hard you guys work and how busy you are. What, what is your why? I mean, why do you do what you do? And, and also how has that changed over time? So, I'm 30 now, and uh, the I, there's this feeling, it's hard to explain, of, for me at least, with the entrepreneurial like, spirit, uh, spirit um, it's this feeling eventually, especially as I've gotten older, to the point where it almost makes me sick to my stomach when I'm working for somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know it's ridiculous. And it might even sound like a millennial type thing. I'm not trying to say that I'm lazy. It's just the point where I have this thing inside me where I want to be in control of something. I want to produce something, you know. And uh, and a big why is that. The other big why is I want more free time with my wife. And again, I spoke about it earlier. I want that that freedom of, of location and time. You know, I want to be able to work during the part of the day that I want to work. Right. Maybe I don't want to work from nine to five. You know, maybe I want to work from 12 to 8. <laughs> sure. I want to be able to work when I want and where I want. And uh, like I said, I'm not, I don't have to be a millionaire. I just want um, to be comfortable and, and, and build up a, um, a legacy that if we start a family, I can pass down to them yep. and, uh, and have that free time. And, but really, yeah, that, that main why and motivation is, uh, for one thing, I just don't want to work. I don't want to listen to anybody anymore. <laughs> yeah, and I want the free time in the in the extra time with my wife, and then want to travel. And I guess all your typical things, right? When somebody's starting mm-hmm. a business. No, that, that's great to hear, man. Because I know, I, I mean, I know for a fact there's going to be people listening to this who are in the same boat, and it's going to be reassuring right. to hear someone else say, not only say, but to do. You know, all the stuff that you just mentioned. You know, this is mm-hmm. what I want to do. Now I'm actually doing it. Because for most right. people, just taking that action is the hardest part, right? Even tying back to going to the gym um, or working out. I always tell myself, you know, hey, once I'm – I just need to get there, right? Or even shorter than that. I just need to put my shoes on, get oh, in the yeah. car, get there. Okay, I'm here. Worst case, worst case scenario, you know, maybe I'll do a lighter workout of what I wanted to do. But I took action and I'm there and I'm doing it, right? And more often than you not – always feel better after. 100%. Absolutely. You never regret it. Never regret it. Um, and it's it, the same with cold calls. You have yeah, right. Like, I don't. I do not want to call somebody. No, you're I a psycho. Call somebody who has no idea who I am. Right now. I I was. Um, you get those first few, and then you build the momentum, 
and you just get through it, right? Absolutely, then man. You, then you get on a roll. And, and I, I'm sure you see them all the time, like, you know, the sales gurus and this and that who are, you know, oh, like, I love sales. I love cold calling. This is what I do. Dude, if you genuinely like cold calling, you're a psychopath. <laughs> you're it just doesn't make any you're, sense. You're, you're crazy. You, you well, might like, like the result like. of a successful cold oh, call. Yeah, yeah but <laughs> if I was given the option, you know, if there was any finances associated with it to, you know, take a week in, in Aruba or take a week in a, a cubicle making cold calls, um, right. you know, you're a psychopath if you choose the latter of the two. So. That that's really good advice, man. No, I, I hear you, and you're totally right. You know, the hardest the hardest call is always that first call in the morning, maybe the first five calls, whatever it may be. Um, but then you just get in the flow with it. So that that's awesome to hear, man. Hey, I'll I'll, I'll end with this. Um, I think you kind of hinted at this earlier too, but just real quick, um, you know, if you if you were to give some advice to someone today who's kind of looking to um, make some moves in the digital marketing field and the digital advertising sales field. Uh, what what would you say? Maybe a kid just getting out of college, looking looking for a way to figure out what the hell he's going to do with the rest of his life. Right. If you are interested in the digital marketing thing, because it's you know it's just going to continue to grow. Yeah. And businesses need customers. There's a lot of online resources. The best online resource I've found that's free right now is HubSpot.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually use HubSpot for a CRM, anyways. Um, it's free. Cool. And it, it, it works great. You can incorporate it with Zapier. Some of your listeners might know what that is. But, mm-hmm. um, but they also have courses and certifications, and they're free. Most of them are free. And so you can get certified in inbound marketing, email marketing, social media marketing. And they're legit full of hours and hours of content with professional teachers, and they're free. And so Sweet. you can build some certifications there. Um, you can reach out to people. You can find people who are already running Facebook ads and you can tell they're not doing a good job and you can say, Hey, I noticed you might be able to tweak this. Um, we can change this call to action. I think this would help you. Um, if you want, I can help you with that. I'd help you for free. Actually, I'm trying to learn. Yeah. And people will love that and uh, you'll get your name out there and then you'll get referrals and things like that. The other thing is you can, do what I did and actually go work for somebody in right. the industry. And that's a big one, right? And uh, you're going to learn. Um, you're going to learn a lot. You're going to learn about digital marketing itself. You're going to learn. If you're in sales, I was actually in sales, uh, the sales portion. So I learned how to actually um, find people and how to approach people because it's just it's different, you know. Sure. Um, you don't approach people the same you're not going to go sell a business internet like you would go sell in digital marketing. So right. you have to learn, right? You have to learn different ways of approaching people, how to find people, how to be organized with your information, how to use a customer relationship manager. There's so many things you can learn if you go work for somebody in that industry that you're trying to get into. And, uh, you know, be humble, suck it up, work hard, and uh, pull in as much information as you can. Love it, man. So if I'm hearing you right, pretty much be a sponge, be willing to work for free, and go from there. <laughs> yeah, even definitely. If even if you think you're the master, yep. be a sponge because everything's going to keep evolving. You can never stop learning. I'll give you one more tip, though. Um, coming from a person who's tried, good Lord, five, six things, Yeah. five, six ways of making money online and failed all of them. Um, yeah. <laughs> until now, 
Right. You, uh, you know, you have to stay consistent and you just have to keep going. Like, yeah. there's, and I've done it, you know, I did it in the past and finally I figured it out. You'll try something for a month, especially if you're like, you got like that ADD brain like I do. You'll try something for a month and it didn't work. And you're like, well, okay, well, that didn't work. Right. You go on to the next thing. You got to find what you're truly passionate for and expect not to do very well. <laughs> and, 100%. And then you have to stay consistent and you just keep on plugging and keep on pushing through. And then you get this momentum and it's a snowball effect. And you keep on going and you keep on going. Um, you know, I just started in July, so it's just been a few months. Yeah. And I'm just now starting to pick up some speed, um, some good momentum. The other day, I brought in three clients in one day. I've yet to do that yet. Nice, so congrats. Started, yeah, and it's like that. You see those memes of entrepreneurial, um, like a, the life of an entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah. Like this, uh, zigzag Up thing. and down. And yep. Like, oh, awesome. <laughs> so true, oh, though. Oh, God, this is terrible. Oh, this is so awesome. And it's literally just like that. So relatable. <laughs> yep, definitely. And, uh, and when you're in those low days, I call it riding the roller coaster. Just like in sales, I'll say, you know, I got to ride the waves. Yep. Just keep going, keep doing what I'm doing, and then push through. Also, yeah, if you can find a mentor, um, find yes. a mentor. And you can do that. And even if you don't know anybody, you can find a good Facebook group. And you can reach out to people. And uh, you can find a mentor that way. Awesome, man. Totally agree. Uh, hey, before I let you go, Rusty, I want to make sure um, you know I give people an opportunity to find you online. So, what what's the best place for people to uh, get in touch with you online? So the website is um, LimelightDigitalSolutions.com. Um, on social media, it's just Rusty Ferris. Instagram is actually Rusty underscore Ferris. And for you guys and your listeners, if you go to LimelightDigitalSolutions.com forward slash Rise up. I put in a quick tutorial on uh, LinkedIn automation that will help out probably almost all of you guys. That's awesome. It's another way to. It's another tool in your belt you can add to cold calling. Um, it's going to help you basically set up a kind of an email drip campaign, but on LinkedIn. And so you can target your prospects, have them book on your calendar. And uh, anytime you get somebody booking your calendar, the, the sales call goes so much easier. Yes. Because it wasn't a cold call. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so you guys will probably like that. It's limelightdigitalsolutions.com forward slash rise up. Perfect, man. I'm going gonna, gonna to throw all this stuff in the show notes as well, just so there's no confusion awesome. and people can get there. Um, but hey, Rusty, man, I appreciate your time. Thanks so much for jumping on the show, um, spreading some value, man. Very motivating story. And I. Uh, I wish you the best of luck going forward with everything, man. I can't wait to uh, – I look forward to seeing um, you know, how, how limelight grows. Awesome, yeah. I appreciate it. All right, my brother. I will – you bet, buddy. I will talk to you soon.